This segment of Delicious TV is brought to you by Siete Misterios. Discover for yourself the secret behind Siete Misterios tequila and mezcal. But don't tell anyone about its unique flavor and delicate spicy notes. Siete Misterios tequila and mezcal. Remember, don't tell a living soul. I'm Raul Palacios and you are watching Delicious TV. This electric feels different because it's powered by the most potent source of energy there is, you. This is the Lexus variety of electrification, inspired by, created for, and powered by you. Visita TurboTax y... No hagas tus taxes. Conéctate con un experto bilingüe que los hará por ti. Así puedes hacer... No, taxes. Intuit TurboTax, 100% garantizado por expertos. John, you're home. Uh, what's going on? <laughs> it's this new paint, Valspar Reserve. Nothing stays on the wall, not anything. Not any of these things, John. Right, Valspar Reserve. Super stain resistant and scrubbable. And this color, still perfect. Yeah, looks great, Val. How much coffee have you had? Three cups, mm-hmm, four. Introducing Valspar Reserve Paint and Primer with Hydrochroma Technology. Now the colors you love stay the colors you love, exclusively at Lowe's. Are you being audited? And do you owe the IRS $10,000 or more in back taxes? Is the IRS threatening to take more of your money? Don't fight the IRS alone. The tax doctor is here to help you negotiate your tax bill and reduce your stress. If you owe $10,000 or more in back taxes, do not call the IRS alone. Call a tax doctor now for a tax emergency analysis.
there, Jack Murphy here for Delicious TV. I'm the uh, affluent traveler and I get around a lot, but I do get to go to bars often and I have the chance to be here with the Raul Palacio and what is Añejo, which is a, a bar and a restaurant always in New York City. And Raul has been here for a while and he's been a really important part of this restaurant, I am told, because he knows quite a bit about tequila, mezcal, and all of that kind of thing. Where, where have you learned this stuff? I have a good friend. Where did I learn? <laughs> Around the city. Around the city. Uh, you know, I've been working in a lot of different Mexican restaurants. Right. And been dealing with a lot of it. And learning everything. Yeah. Little by little. You know, I still have a lot to learn. Well, I think that, you know, we had actually a chance to get to know you a little bit ago when we first started this experience. And uh, Raul did tell us a good deal about the basics of tequila and mezcal. And I think it would be helpful if you just maybe just briefly give us a recap of what indeed is the difference between tequila, mezcal, and the three kinds of tequila, because many people do not know this. Okay. So the main difference of the tequila and mezcal, you know, is uh, the areas, different states in Mexico that are allowed to make mixed mezcal. Different states can make mezcal, different states can make tequila. They cannot make the same thing in the same state. And then the only uh, thing is the kind of agave. Ah, tequila yeah. is only one, which is the Blue Weber agave. Right. And then for mezcal, it's over 50 different kind of agave yeah. that I know. Okay. And that's one of the main difference. Oh, and the other one is how is it cooked. For yeah. tequila, the agaves are cooked, I mean, are steamed. And then for mezcal, the agaves are roasted. Well, you're, you're talking about the puta, the, the middle of the of the agave plant. There is what is called a, the piña. A piña. That's why they call it the piña. It's like a pineapple. Got it? Literally looks like a big giant pineapple. Right, right. And they smoke it. And they, they roast it. They roast it. That's how is it that's how you get the, the smoking it. Yeah, so what do they use to just put them on fire or there's wood in there too? So again for tequila when they they're gonna steam the agaves, yeah. they do it in the huge ovens. Right. And they put all the agaves and they start to steam it. They're very hot. And then for mezcal, they do a huge hole under the ground. Right. And they're going to put like a pit fire in the middle. Okay. And then they're going to put some bagasso, which is going to protect it from burning the agaves. Nice. And then they're going to cut it in half all the agaves, and they're going to kind of like put it in order. It's kind of like make a little like mountain. Okay. Little by little until it gets big. Once it gets big, they're going to cover it with sand. Oh. They're gonna put more molasses on the top, and they're gonna put a huge kind of blanket. Uh -huh. So everybody's not allowed, not gonna allow the smoke to get out of it. I see. Everything goes gonna be in the middle. The it's gonna, yeah. Everything is gonna come out of being in the middle. Right. Okay. I think that a lot of people don't realize what work goes into making a mezcal or a tequila substance. And I know there are various levels and qualities of, so first of all, tequila, 
what are the qualities that you think are most important? I mean, you've got three kinds of basically, you know, from Blanco to Añejo, but what are the qualities that you get out of these different levels? Well, you get the quality of it, it all depends the area, all depends the tequilero. Yeah, yeah. You know, a lot of people, they, they want to blend all the gathers from one place to another. I think personally, yeah. what I've been seeing around is very important. And they plan their own agenda first. You know, so yeah, like yeah. that, they can see how they are gather plants at a certain level of quality. Okay. You know, yeah. like this, you don't know which kind of agave you get from other places, but you are controlling that. Right, right. And then the area, you know, highlands. For me, the most beautiful tequilas are highlands. highlands. Yes. yes. It's a little sweeter, it's more like floral, more like sweet. Okay. It's not actually sweet, but it's more like a fruity, I would say. A fruity, okay. Now, you also said that certain things happen to the families when they make these tequilas, that they do indeed give back to the countryside. <laughs> you know, I've so, heard that, you told me about, well, you're talking about the blue, the azul. Well, yes. Uh, I was telling you the other day about it, like how uh, a, lot of, a lot of brands, yeah. They help their families in Mexico. Right. A few brands that I know, one of them is uh, Class Azul. A lot of people talk about Class Azul. Yeah. You know, yes, it is a little sweet. Yes, they have uh, things to make it a little easier to drink. Okay. You know, yeah. but at the same time, bottle is beautiful, and they help in Mexico. I just, I, I just learned a few years ago that. What they do over there for single mothers, you know, like they give these bottles, single mothers, and you know, the mothers are going to start like sure painting the bottles one really? by one. Every bottle is going to be different. They hand painted. And they are hand painted. No wonder it's so expensive, but I mean, <laughs> obviously. Has the, uh, is, the, is the juice that worth that difference too? I mean, the, the liquid in it, in it, in terms of the money that you spend on a bottle? I would say more of the, the, the money is going to be more like in the bottle. Yeah, yeah. You know, but the, the juice is, you know. Pretty much the juice. <laughs> but there are various levels and various yeah, tastes. Yeah, various levels, tastes. You know, like, but you, of course, you want to drink some real good, some really good tequila. Yeah. It's all the brands. Right. Like, a lot of people, like, I, I, I was talking to one uh, me, uh, tequila, me, tequilero a few, a few years ago. Uh -huh. And his name is Carlos Camarena. He makes a uh, few tequilas. Uh -huh. And I told him, like, these bottles are very simple. I asked him why. Okay. Right. I mean, he has beautiful tequila. Why don't you make beautiful bottles too? Yeah, yeah, right. You know, he's telling me like because he's not in the business of making beautiful bottles. He's in the business of making beautiful ah, tequila. Ah, yeah, that's interesting. You know, and probably a, a lot of people know that. And you know, don't spend your money on the bottles and on making the, the liquid they're in. Well, we talked about tequila. Could you? Kindly make us a drink that's not drunk as well known as margarita, because we know there are other drinks that you have here. And oh, uh, absolutely! So here in the restaurant, we are proud of saying that we always creating new, new different cocktails, right? right. And we always doing with fresh juices and different uh, purees that we created in the house. Right. We make everything in the house. We don't buy anything from the outside. Okay. So one of the, the good cocktails that we have here in the house is um, I have a cocktail that I really like. Okay. It's called uh, we call it here El Padrino. The Padrino. El Padrino, which is uh, English would be the Godfather. Ah, uh, that's what we want. So it's called the Godfather, folks. So, okay. 
So, we are a Mexican restaurant, though, not Italian, but that's okay. That is a padrino. That's why they call it a padrino. Si, el padrino. El padrino. So, okay. <laughs> so, could you make one for us? Absolutely, yes. So, this one is like a... Yeah. It's a blend. Okay. Out of a tequila. It has tequila and it has uh, bourbon. So, what we do this because we have tequila that is aged in bourbon barrels. Yes. Barrels, yeah. yes. So that's what we're going to give that, that vanilla. Uh, smoothie, vanilla, kind of uh, yeah, the vanilla one. We're going to get a little sweet. It's going to be for people that they come here and say, like, give me an old fashioned. Oh, so you know that their tastes but are like that. Make it something, it's yeah. not going to be an old fashioned, but it's going to be like kind of like an old fashioned, kind of like a sweet cocktail of the old fashioned. Okay, so this is the godfather coming up. Uh, we should have been over in Little Italy, but. Okay. <laughs> Absolutely. Then for this one, can I use some fresh lime juice? Yeah. Okay. And you squeeze that every day, don't you? Every day, my friend. Yeah. That's the beauty. Then we do this uh, grenadine, we do here in the house. Grenadine, okay. Bourbon. This is bourbon? Yeah, good. It's a good one too. Very good wood is very good. Very good. Yeah. And for this case, we're going to use uh, some bourbon. tequila. Yeah. Right. Bourbon barrels. Mm -hmm. All right. One of each, huh? All right. He's working the bar at the same time, folks, so you'll have to give him a minute or two. I know, that's good. <laughs> Absolutely. I put those cards in. Yeah, right. There you go. Then, do some, uh, some orange bitters. Oh, orange bitters? Yeah, okay. I'm getting to like this. <laughs> Mm. Mm. That's really good. I know it's got 
You have the citrus, the citron and creaminess to it too, because it's got all that good stuff. And the acrid, the lime and everything else kind of comes through there. I could sit with one of those for a while, but you got more, I think. <laughs> yeah, well, hold this off to the side. Absolutely. We're gonna have our food based on food. But what else have you got in mind? Yeah. I have something in mind. Uh, no, you're gonna like it. Right. This is uh, kind of like a twist of the, um, I would say, um, kind of old fashioned. Oh, an old fashioned. But we're gonna make it smoky with fire. Okay. Thank you. Put this over the side. This is Seven Mysteries and uh, of Maguey and Lesgal. Really an interesting thing. Um, there are a lot of little, little mysteries that are in this uh, artisanal business that they don't tell everybody about, apparently. Some of the families have secrets on how they make their mezcal, and that's one of the key things. I was uh, just saying that some of the families have secrets on how they make their mezcal, and they're not going to let anybody know about it. <laughs> okay, so, yeah. I'm going to do uh, this one. Okay. Ice cubes. They're hard to get out. One big ice cube? One big ice cube going in. Very good. Okay. One big ice cube. So, yes. It's not that easy to come by. A lot of liquor There's a lot of stuff going on here that uh, we'll be seeing in the home. Okay, ready? Yes. So, for this culture, we're going to put some uh, mole beers. Okay. A few dashes of mole beers. Yes, doctor. <laughs> In this case, we're going to put some uh, orange bitters. Orange bitters. Orange bitters. Yeah. Just to give you a little... Uh, mm -hmm. I'm going to use these uh, setting studies. Mezcal. Give it a which is a bar and yeho, is it not? Yes, sir. And in this case, we're just going to use a nope. little bit. A lot of people don't use añejo in their cocktails. Yes. So they get away with it, they A think. lot of people, they yeah. use just to sip it. Yeah. But in this case, it's a mixing. Uh, it's going to be a beautiful, easy to drink. Right. Again, it's going to be a... Right. We are not going to use it. We are not going to use it a lot. 
Okay. Just a little bit. Yeah. And a little bit. This is a piece of cinnamon agave. Okay. Shaken, not stirred. Stirred, not shaken. Right. No, because you don't want the ice to break. You don't want it to be upset. <laughs> you don't want it to uh, right. water down too much. No, you just want to get it cold. Yes, right? you want to get it cold. And that's why you do that, right? Yes. So that it doesn't just it dilute the cocktail. It's just going to chill. Right, right. Okay. Okay, so we're going to do charro or fashion. Charro old fashioned. This one goes like this. Like Charo the dancer? Yes. <laughs> Did Charo invent this? No, I don't think so. <laughs> what have you got in there? Oh, so. So this, this quite is going to give a twist, a different... Uh... Okay, fire, we have fire. Man, that's great. Look at that. Smells good. Yeah. What is that? So we use a uh, cinnamon wood. Yeah. Cinnamon wood. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Do we have insurance? Sure they do. Yeah, yeah. Oh. And then this is it for you. Oh, he's good. I'm gonna let it sit for like. Three seconds. Kind of three seconds. And then when you're done and you're ready, so be in camera you want to see, yeah, you want to see all these, uh, all this smoke coming out. All right. One, two, voila. Fire, see we have fire. How the smoke is going to be floating in there for a little while. Yeah, nice. Every time you get a sip, you're going to get a little bit of passion, but at the same time, it's going to be a lot of old fashioned. This is a charo. Charo old fashioned. Yes, sir. It's a little sweet and a little smoky. And it really is unusual. It's very different. It's different, you know. Like you don't want. We try but to do different things. I taste the smoke. It's amazing. I didn't realize you could taste smoke that much. But it really is there. It's really interesting. Thank you, and that's a lovely drink. So now one of those, and you'd be uh, dancing as well. <laughs> and you know, these are the signature drinks of the here in Añejo. Of the Añejo, this is your signature drink. Very good. So that's the beauty that we do here. And you invented this? Something like that. Uh, okay, I'll take that. <laughs> because I know you you know, mix a lot of things We mix together. a lot of things. Yeah. Yeah, we put a lot of stuff together. But All right, you no can't, problem. I don't know if you can top this, uh, Raul, but you know, yes. you got something else in mind? You want something else? Yes. Yeah. I got something else for you. Just for you. All right. This is gonna be right. one of my favorite. So, okay. Let's start with two. So, for this drink, we're gonna use uh, some of the one of the puree, which is a uh, caramelized pineapple. Caramelized pineapple. Caramelized pineapple. Yeah. Then we're gonna be using some uh, fresh squeezed lime juice. 
grenadine? Grenadine, yeah. Okay. What is grenadine? Grenadine, the way, the way we do here in Mexico, yeah. it has agave, yeah. it has pomegranate juice, right. and it has molasses, sugar cane molasses. Ah, that's the secret, yeah. Because that's unusual for somebody to make their own uh, for a bar. Okay, we go back to Siete Misterios. It's one of my favorite at the moment when I make cocktails, I think. It's uh -huh. a really, really good juice. Uh -huh. Yeah. The pomegranate in there too is kind of interesting as well for that. Yeah. Because that dominates. Yeah. Stereo de Jack, gracias. <laughs> Encantado. <laughs> this is a special drinking for me. Thank you. I hope you're like looking forward to it. Okay. I dropped my cherry okay, in. That's, it's all part of it. It's all part of the mysteriousness. Drink, you could stay with a little bit. Very easy to drink. Some of them are a little more potent. This has this has like a laid-backness to it. It's really interesting. And uh, I like the. Uh, I can taste the pomegranate. And I can taste some of the other you know, ingredients. No, the pineapple. The, the, the pineapple. Not just pineapple. Definitely the pineapple. pineapple. Yeah, pineapple. Give a little. little yeah. Difference. The pineapple is really there. It's like a little thick. Yeah, the pineapple and that's caramelize, right? Is that? Yeah. So that really has that sweetness to it. But it isn't overwhelming. It's really quite nice. Just, I love it. Very nice. Thank you for the jack. Of course. <laughs> Just made it. I hear that. This is a, the first, folks. Uh, this is a, uh, and we call it Siete Mil. What is it? Siete Misterios? Siete Misterios de Jack. And uh, thank you, Raul. It's terrific. Um, I want to thank you on behalf of all of our guys here because they're going to get to drink things as well. So <laughs> we're going to have to follow that up and we're going to see you again. So get ready for the next round whenever Absolutely. we can arrive. And you've you got to get into the, mes the Mezcal Arena for us too. We want to talk more about the Mezcal business because 
apparently that's becoming a dominant. Uh, it's getting big. Yeah. It's getting yeah. super big. Amazing. And, and how do people uh, keep up with that in Mexico? Because that used to be a very small family business, and from what I know. Still a little, like, you know, a small business. They don't make everything. Like, they, they don't make any of the, like, like good mezcal, they don't make it in big, big quantities. Yeah. Because they're more focused on quality. You know? Yeah. And right. small families, they cannot really afford yeah. all of that to export out. But it's, it's a little more expensive than you know, the regular... Uh, it's going to be more expensive, yeah. and I think it's more expensive because of the work that is put in. Yeah. You know, from, for uh, tequila, the agaves can go from 8 to 10 years. Absolutely. So for tequila, they can go from 8 up to 10 years, the agaves, before they, uh, the harvest. For mezcal, it can go from 7, 8 years. Yeah. All the way that I've seen like 30 years before the harvest. Oh, that, wow. So it's, it's imagine a whole life. A whole lifetime before they're ever got harvest. You know, amazing. Do they get compensated well for it? Or is it still so that's why it's a little more expensive, you know. Like that's yeah. why, I mean, if you ever see like, an, uh, if you ever see um, an Amesca, they say that they, they try to sell you for like 20 bucks. Right. Think about it, because I don't think that's going to be... Uh, wow. Yeah, 20 bucks. Yeah. For all the work that they put in it. How do you do How is it cooked? The, the time. Everything is made by hand. Yes, yes. You know? And so. you, did, you did say that most of the families do give back. And they do to give To the community, back. which I think on, the, on top of everything else, yeah. making a living and giving it back is quite unique. Imagine all these families are, are, are in Mexico. Especially in those little towns. They can even have water sometimes. Yeah. So, <laughs> Sometimes that's why the brands, some of them, they give back to the community. You know, yeah, yeah. they try to help with the water, trying to get good water for them to, be able to drink, right, right. fresh water, exactly. to be able to drink. You know, like yeah. like anybody else. And some of them do. Like I know, I know a few ones. City yeah. Mysteries does. Cathedral does. Yeah. San Bartolo does. Right. So right. a few brands they do. Like we have here, they all. Smoke. How many brands do you have here? I mean, we have, like it's <laughs> <laughs> we have about uh, brands, yeah. about 150 different brands. Wow. And is that one of the, I guess, largest in the city? I would some think. Of, I would, I would, yeah, yeah. I would say some yeah, of the largest, one of the largest in the city. city sure. Like you know, yeah. we have we have over 80 different kind of tequilas. Right. 100 to 150, I would say 145, 150 different brands of mezcal. Wow, that's even better, and, you know, because a lot of people don't even have that many mezcals. Especially mezcals, so we can go together. And we have a lot of, a lot of mezcals that yeah. you probably even be able to see it Okay, we well, have a lot. Not good. What do mezcal taste? Not good. Gladys on Cantado. It's my pleasure. My I pleasure. I really uh, think we are happy to have you here on the delicious. Uh, television uh, station, and uh, we will probably be back with Raul in the future because he knows everything there is to know about agave and everything else that Moscow. Actually, so thank my you pleasure, again, Raul, and we'll be seeing you again. Thank you so much. Thank you. All the best. Jack, thank you. Thank you again, my brother. I know, brother. Are you being audited, and do you owe the IRS ten thousand dollars or more in back taxes? Is the IRS threatening to take more of your money? Don't fight the IRS alone. The Tax Doctor is here to help you negotiate your tax bill and reduce your stress. 
If you owe $10,000 or more in back taxes, do not call the IRS alone. Call a tax doctor now for a tax emergency analysis. John, you're home. Uh, what's going on? <laughs> it's this new paint, Valspar Reserve. Nothing stays on the wall, not anything. Not any of these things, John. Right, Valspar Reserve. Super stain resistant and scrubbable. And this color, still perfect. Yeah, looks great, Val. How much coffee have you had? Three cups, mm-hmm, four. Introducing Valspar Reserve Paint and Primer with Hydrochroma Technology. Now the colors you love stay the colors you love, exclusively at Lowe's. Stay strong, healthy, and cute. And here we are. Kiela is so motivating. And because of her, I am now strong, healthy, and cute. Without Sheila, I wouldn't be so healthy. She keeps me happy, healthy, and cute. I love Sheila. She's the best. And she just lifts up each of us to want to be our best, do our best, um, and, and care for all of our beings. This has been part of my 63-pound loss journey, and this is an amazing place, and you should come too. Come to TurboTax. And don't do your taxes. Meet with an expert who will do them for you. So you can do not taxes. Intuit TurboTax, 100% expert guaranteed. This segment of Delicious TV is brought to you by Siete Misterios. Discover for yourself the secret behind Siete Misterios tequila and mezcal. But don't tell anyone about its unique flavor and delicate spicy notes. Siete Misterios tequila and mezcal. Remember, don't tell a living soul.
This segment of Delicious TV is brought to you by Siete Misterios. Discover for yourself the secret behind Siete Misterios tequila and mezcal. But don't tell anyone about its unique flavor and delicate spicy notes. Siete Misterios tequila and mezcal. Remember, don't tell a living soul. <laughs> 